is the 77 WABC minicast. You're commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. Well, I thought Curtis was, but our second one is Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz, great... we saw him last night. Yeah, and Alan he had... He was the youngest guy in the room. Everybody else was older. But, that's <laughs> true. And Alan, by the way, there is a great picture John just showed me that he took from the dais at the event. Um, you know, Alan, I, I got to get your comments about all this craziness with Iran, because there are thousands of people protesting right now outside the U.N., a few blocks by from way, our studio. We just studio. made some statements. We didn't, and people don't know what we're talking about we were at rabbi schneider's dinner last night he was celebrating the birthday of henry kissinger who just turned a hundred uh rabbi schneider is 92 and 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 dershowitz was the youngest guy in the room by the way uh, and the sharpest. henry kissinger who went to george washington high school take his diploma away that's right george washington <laughs> high school up in the heights Yep. Up in the yep. Heights, that's where he grew up, Washington and, Heights. And he's so it was sharp good as to as see that. you last night. You, I tell you, 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 you looked 10 marvelous. years younger than marvelous. you Marvelous. You look marvelous. He does, but well, I'll get to send you the picture after the show. It looks good of the two uh, of us. We'll post it, you know, post, known, post it on the WABC website. Uh, I've known Henry Kissinger since before he was uh, Henry Kissinger. When he was Professor Kissinger at Harvard, his son and my son were in the same class in uh, elementary school, and he's an amazing, amazing man. I was so thrilled to be able to join all of you wonderful people in, in honoring him. But I have an idea about uh, changing names. You know, uh, why don't we also change the name of Malcolm X Boulevard? I mean, there's a man who was a blatant anti-Semite, racist, anti-white person, and uh, his name is now being used by many young radicals um, to promote um, anti-Semitism and anti-white. Well, we can attitude. change it to Al Sharpton Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's supposed to be an improvement? <laughs> you have to have one standard, and it can't be to take things down. I don't mind putting plaques up. My preference is let's have a marketplace of ideas. Let's buy every statue. Let's have a website. And you can go on the website and see the good things the person did, the bad things the person did. You can indicate what you think of him, what they think of him. That's the American way. Whoops, I said the American way. Americus Vespucius, the man who, again, after whom the American continent is named, will probably also be wiped out, too, because he had some questionable things in his past, as did everybody who lived back. Abraham Lincoln wanted to send the newly emancipated African-Americans back to Africa because he didn't think they were intelligent enough to compete in America as free people. You know, the world has changed so dramatically. If you start looking at people's attitudes toward women, toward gay people, toward Catholics, uh, I have a poster in my house, the man who got the first Republican nomination for uh, president in um, 1856, four years before uh, Lincoln, was a man named Freeman. And the poster says, you can't elect him. He's He's a Roman Catholic. My God, it's so un-American to have a Roman Catholic uh, president. Uh, moreover, they say he was born in Montreal. He wasn't. He was born in Virginia. But, you know, if you go back to history, there are no people who escape this kind of 
statutory destruction. Yeah, and that's so, for you know, sure. It's ridiculous. You know, and Professor Dershowitz. I want to yeah. get you to before we leave. I want to make sure that we get into some of this Israel stuff because there there are thousands of people protesting outside the UN right now. The leader of Iran is is speaking today, as you know, and we yeah. just cut a deal with Iran where we give them six billion dollars and yeah. the exchange of hostages. Uh, by the yeah. way, it just came out. I don't know if you saw. They're now banning the nuclear inspectors over there. Yeah. They just put that out. Who's, let me tell you who's not protesting Iran. And who's not protesting the head of the Palestinian Authority, who recently said that Hitler murdered Jewish babies because they were usurers. Let me tell you who's not protesting. Rabbi Bergdahl from uh, from the from the central synagogue, um, other rabbis, they're waiting until Friday to protest Israel. So you're going to have a bunch of conservative and reform rabbis protesting Israel in front of the United Nations. In front of the United Nations, this palace of hate, where they condemn Israel more than all the other countries in the world combined. And now you're going to have a bunch of American rabbis who are going to be protesting Israel, claiming it's about the judicial reform. They don't know anything about the judicial reform. It's very complicated. They're protesting Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm going to participate in a counter-protest. I have an article. You can get it right now online uh, in the Jerusalem Post today condemning the rabbis who are using the U.N. as a place to protest Israel. Uh, It's just outrageous that any person calling themselves a rabbi would do that because it's going to be used by Israel's enemies and the anti-Semites to delegitimate Israel. They're saying Israel's not a democracy. It's more democratic than almost any other country at the United Nations. And so what we're seeing is this horrible double standard. I understand that. I'm used to it. But for rabbis... Rabbi Rabbi Cosgrove, a great man. Uh, Rabbi Berkdahl, a great woman. These are terrific. You said the same thing about uh, Garland, the Attorney General. But I like, I don't know Garland, but I know these two rabbis and I like them. But they should not be going to the UN and protesting there against Israel because that will be so badly used by the enemies of Israel. So if you belong to either of those synagogues, uh, the Central Synagogue or the Fifth Avenue Synagogue, write to your rabbi. Tell him, do not go to the United Nations and protest Israel in front of the United Nations as a rabbi. That's just dead wrong. Yeah, Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. You don't have to give UN any more ammunition to despise and hate and try to destroy Israel. No, I agree with you. But when rabbis join in that, I, you That's know, right. to say, oh, we're only protesting judicial reform. I'd love to have one of them on your show to try to have him or her explain judicial reform. They have absolutely no idea what they're talking about. Even I'm against the judicial reform. But even if it were all enacted, Israel would become like New Zealand, Switzerland, um, uh, Sweden and Great Britain. Uh, But they would still have one of the strongest judiciaries in the world. But these rabbis have no idea what they're talking about. They're just protesting Netanyahu and protesting Israel, and a lot of their congregants support it. My wife was at Rosh Hashanah services. We're, we're, we're a divided family. I, I go to an Orthodox synagogue. My wife goes to a Reform synagogue. She goes to Central Synagogue. And the sermon, the sermon on Rosh Hashanah, where you're supposed to be talking about spirituality, is about how everybody should protest Israel's judicial reform. 
the most divisive issue. That's not what rabbis should be talking about. Well, keep us posted on the counter protest. Uh, Professor yeah, okay. Alan Dershowitz, bravo. And great to see you last night, too. Definitely keep Likewise. us posted. Yeah. Thanks so much, Thank Professor.